Time around, it's Snippin' Synchro. <laughs> Let's go! You can't stop, Synchro and Slipshot. You rockin' with the homies of Asgard. You can't stop, Synchro and Slipshot. You rockin' with the homies of Asgard. You can't stop, Synchro and Slipshot. You rockin' with the homies of Asgard. You can't stop, Synchro and Slipshot. You rockin' with the homies of Asgard. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is Scuffed Slipshock right here. Um, we're here with Homies of Asgard with the co-host, Mr. Not Scuffed, Synchro Champ, and the, the most drama-filled Canadian since I don't know any more Canadian between like the four that I know. So what's up, everybody? <laughs> welcome, welcome. Hello. Um, I'm very excited. I want to take the time first off to thank um, Mr. High Ruler here for really inspiring the topic of today's conversation. Um, <laughs> and also, uh, you know, before we dive into the, into the good stuff, into the, into the drama, into the sad stuff as well, um, I do want to just take a moment and ask you guys a question about superheroes and video games because, you know, at the root of this podcast, it is what we are about, okay? But, you know, I figured we'd just dramatically shift right after the first question because I think that's funny, you know? So, that's it. Um, what we're doing, of course, is talking Twitch drama afterwards, but I want to talk really quickly about Iron Man. Um, Mr. High Ruler, how do you feel about that announcement? Do you see that coming? Do you think I they actually, would do that? I actually feel really good about announcement. I think Motive, um, they're the ones that are doing Dead Space right now. They're doing the remake, and by all accounts, that's coming along really well, and it should be pretty cool. Um, I've never played Dead Space, but I've heard like really good things about this series, and it's been like recommended to me like a bunch of times. So I would imagine that if they're bringing that like same energy and passion to an Iron Man game, it should be nothing short of amazing, right? Let's go. I hope so. You know, I think um, mm -hmm. they have the right genre there the they've said it's going to be like a an action type video game mm -hmm. third person obviously like you want to look at an iron man suit when you're flying around in one makes perfect sense to me so i think they got all of the uh the right pieces um mm -hmm. so that's at least something to be confident about slip do you have any feelings um it's, it's still ea behind it so one good thing that we know from there is that all that wasted shit that Anthem had, we should get with that. And also, I better see this. I better see this suit in there at least once. That's all, that's all I ask. That's all I ask. But I, gotta, I, I definitely have to echo a lot of stuff that Mr. Drama Ruler here said. Um, I do think that done well, especially as a third-person um, action adventure, is going to do amazing. It's going to do a lot better than a few things we know. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think the the nice thing, I, well, I'm gonna say nice thing, but a lot of like the more interesting stuff is we're starting to see all these like Splinter games come away now, right? So now we have the um the Captain America with Black Panther. Then we have the Iron Man game. There was always those rumors of the Thor one. Um, so I'd be interested if that kind of like you know still pops up in the next couple of years. Um. I wouldn't be surprised somewhere down the line to see like another Hulk game pop up. I think like all these characters are too big to like, 
you know, never take a chance on again. So it's nice that, you know, we're starting to see them kind of like materialize into their own projects and yeah. Good point, my friend. All right, let me pull up the list. <laughs> Let's get into the real thing. <laughs> pull the list. Sinker's like, all right, I want, I want the real topics tonight. You know, <laughs> we got, we gotta start with a, with an easy one. So you gotta put oh, this one through. here and this one here, because at this point, I'm just, I'm sitting back all the drama. Oh, you think you're just? Do you have you? How educated are you on what's gone down on man. Twitch over the past two weeks? Appreciate you, man. Uh, have a good day at work, man. Um. Pretty, I was actually listening to Twitter spaces a little earlier, um, dealing with like the ex employees of that. If it's still going on after the podcast, you need to read that. I mean, listen to that because they got a bunch of ex Twitch uh, employees in there, and some of that, some of that there, whoo, man, mm -hmm. talking about how, um, there's a lot of employees that left with like. More mental health issues than they get when they get there. Um, partners being ignored, a lot of stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm -hmm. So yeah. For sure. Can I can I just go off? Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. All right. I, yeah. <laughs> so like, here's the thing about Twitch is that like, so if you paid attention over the last like five to six years of Twitch, Twitch was like very much so like one of those like very kind of like chummy everyone loves each other everyone loves kind of what we're doing kind of like you know company um and then you'll see things like you know for example anyone who knows like dj wheat for example um he left and he was paid out and all that rest of it and just like so many of the other people and then what you actually bring in is all these people who actually don't give a fuck about what twitch is they only care about what twitch can provide which is like the millions of dollars of revenue right now I mean, ultimately, that's kind of where a lot of businesses go. I mean, that's just kind of the state of where everything is. Um, but the downside of that is, is that the people who actually care for the product, the service, the people are all kind of pushed out of the way because a lot of that stuff doesn't actually make money in the way that you would want, right? Like a lot of that stuff, like being very um, partner centric or being very much so kind of, you know, looking at things that don't really drive a lot of revenue. Um those ideas are kind of like, well, you know, like if we do this, this actually will increase our revenue, which does this. Right. And so I, I probably would agree with a lot of those ex employees that like a lot of the people who were in it because they wanted to build like this very cool website. And for anyone who doesn't know, Twitch literally started because they wanted to get away from Justin TV and to make video games very cool. And then like MLG started and Starcraft started and then League of Legends. Right. So like the whole founding of Twitch was all about kind of like, broadcasting video games and broadcasting video game tournaments and all that sort of stuff and now like it twitch is kind of like morphed into like a monster in some ways good some ways bad but like the overall goal and the design of like twitch is kind of like totally changed from what it was into what it is now and um i i think like you'll see over the next like couple of years if there's anybody who's like still left from like the good old days of 2011 2012 up till probably 2015 yeah they're 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 out the door they're they're totally gone mm -hmm. what i did see though i don't know if you guys have paid attention to this but oh i feel like i'm gonna jump the gun here on synchro a little bit um but it's okay. it's funny it's funny enough because like i so for anyone i'm like really big in esports and i used to be super huge so there used to be an individual called sir scoots or scott smith who um used to be like used to do a podcast every week called live on three it was like literally like my college ritual every Wednesday, at like nine o'clock to watch it. Um, and now he actually tweeted that Amazon is selling the whole thing of Twitch, not the 
product itself or not the website itself but the ability to spin off that and actually make your own twitch and it's kind of interesting because like amazon has like kind of double fisted themselves a little bit right so they're, they're they've kind of like materialized in such a way that they're charging twitch like x amount of dollars in order to use their services but then they've actually taken what twitch is as a foundation they're actually selling that to like um to like any company who wants to like try to build their own streaming website it's kind of interesting watching twitch get the double or watching amazon double fist you know Anyways, <laughs> yeah, that was not on my list, so I appreciate that. It, it is interesting that you mentioned the Justin TV stuff, though, right? Because like, the Twitch has been through so many changes. Where they went from like Justin TV, which was just a site with a dude that that a dude created to stream his life, and then they were like, "Oh, let's focus on video games." And then you know there was another shift where when IRL streams started taking off, where they were like, "Well, maybe we need to focus back on that stuff a little more," and they just uh, they're really good at. And it's funny because like, well, it's funny because no one still like, no one like no one gives credit to this, but like the original IRL person was Ice Poseidon, right? And Ice Poseidon um, is not a good person, (laughs) Um, (laughs) even though like, holy hell, some of his YouTube content was legendary. Like some of that, some of those streams, I'll like, you know what? I'm not proud of it, but like Ice Poseidon YouTube streams were legendary. Like some of the shit you would actually see on those streams blew your mind because you would tune into an Ice Poseidon stream and you never knew what you're going to get, right? So when Ice started doing the Pokemon stuff, the Pokemon Go stuff, right? And then Wreckful was doing the Pokemon Go stuff. It just, it was revolutionary in the way because like you never knew what you're going to get. They would walk around whatever city they were in and it was just, it was crazy. Like, I can't tell you how many hours of my life spent like watching these IRL streams, especially during the Pokemon time, because like it was you just you never knew where you're going to get. Right. So, for example, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, like you watch like the three of us, you watch anyone else, you probably know what you're going to get. Right. You know, you're going to get some video games, you're going to get some laughs, you're going to get some good times. But like walking around your city, like if Singro and I were walking around Toronto, you never know where you're going to run into. It could be people, it could be situations, it could be whatever, right? Same thing with Slip. If Slip wanted to walk around his city, you never know where you're going to get. And that's kind of like where that revolutionary shift started. Um, And like you've seen it kind of dial back a little bit because like now we're starting to kind of get away from a lot of that stuff again. Um, But for a while, it was like super interesting what kind of seeing like the paradigm shift a little bit, you know? You're absolutely right. Uh, be a man to go walk around Hamilton. I'm good. Sorry, I, yeah, I'm I good. like living. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd rather walk around the GTA and get punched by a homeless guy again. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> anyway, you never know what you're gonna uh, get in Slip's hometown. Shot at. Oh no. <laughs> walk around, walk around a certain areas with a backpack full of equipment if you want to. Yep. You ain't going home with that shit. Okay, so to to bring us back to when like things kind of started blowing up with the Twitch drama, we have to go back to I think two two and a half weeks ago at this point maybe, what? where like shit camp had just been announced. Which if you don't know what that is, was like a, a big streamer um, conglomeration at a campsite hosted by Cutie Cinderella, um, where. Uh, a bunch of streamers were supposed to go, one of those being XQC. Um, XQC, at the very last minute, announces that he cannot go by typing in his offline chat, which is not a great method of communicating with somebody specifically, because why would they have your offline chat open? That's crazy. Um, so that that is kind of the very first little um, drop in the overflowing water, water uh, rain barrel that is about to explode. Um, so XQC 
essentially was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going because other people aren't going and it's not going to be fun. That's basically what he said. Obviously, that's going to start some beef. Um, and then also, that's just not the reason that he didn't go. He just totally lied about it. He was just like, yeah, I'm going to not go because of that. But also, like, he just couldn't actually tell his audience the real reason, which happened to be a breakup, which is a very genuine reason. And, like, you could have just said personal reasons, right? So that's, like, the initial start of everything. And then, like, it all, it all like, circles back um, to actually being something totally different, which is just crazy. And then... They, like, go back and forth, the girlfriend and XQC, Adept and XQC, they go back and forth on stream for about, like, two hours. And it's, like, it's, like, not chill. Like, they are fighting. I can't imagine getting into a fight with anyone on stream, much less someone that you, at least at one point, cared about, and not wanting to just hit the end stream button, or at least mute the microphone, you know? Like, you gotta at least mute the microphone. Fighting about what? Here's the thing. I didn't look into this beef at all because the you know the relationship drama aspect of this didn't interest me very much. I feel like that stuff, at least from my perspective, should remain personal. I don't know if you guys feel that way, but like I'm not gonna go digging into their personal relationship because I don't feel the need. That part of the gossip here doesn't actually interest me. Um, but if you guys know more about it, do feel free to share. I just uh, didn't go no, into I that. actually I I didn't know too much my understanding and maybe i'm once again jumping the gun is that like apparently everyone was like shitting on x over like a bunch of stuff and then finally x like snapped or something and then that's how it all kind of started i guess but yeah yeah no there, there was there was a bunch of shade thrown at x for canceling um and then like he kind of just like let it slip that it was a, a the personal matter between his girlfriend and him um that caused him to not go and then from there like she made a response stream where she was like, yeah, this is this is actually everything that happened and why we broke up. And he responded to that stream, and then that started them fighting on stream together. And during that, um, Cutie Cinderella was like, oh, yeah, that's a great use of your platform. Like, it got up to 120,000 viewers, which is an absurd number. Like, he usually averages around 60,000, which is already absurd. But to double that for drama, like, oof, that's a crazy number. Um, and then they basically, uh, like, there's some subtweets going around. Um, people are giving him shit for using his platform like that. And, like, that's where the heat, most of the heat for XQC started to die down because other drama started popping up here and there, right? Like, it just, it, it wasn't the precipice of the drama mountain that was mm -hmm. this last couple of weeks. It just got crazy. Yep. I, I think so, the yeah, thing is is you kind of you you kind of answered your own question though about like why would you like not mute your mic or whatever right because like I think the thing is like there's certain like circles <laughs> in Twitch right so like here's like the 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 reality is there's certain circles in Twitch um where like drama sells right like it's content right Horn says it perfect it's content right um. And like, like I like as a well-adjusted normal individual who doesn't live online as much as some of these people do, I couldn't imagine fighting with the girl I'm seeing online, right? Even if she was a streamer, I couldn't imagine sitting here and fighting with her and having and airing my relationship laundry out, right? Like similar for you two, I like I couldn't imagine doing that. 
But for certain individuals, right? And no disrespect X or Adept or whoever else does this. But uh, I'll disrespect X here. I don't mind. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> like they, they, they look at it from like a different perspective. Whereas like their whole life is broadcasted through the camera, which they feel like any sort of thing that happens, they have to like um they have to like broadcast that part of their life you know and it, it's it's really weird kind of looking into it because like you kind of get the feeling that like sometimes i i look at twitch streamers and i look at some of the really big ones right so i look at someone like x for example or i look at someone like soda poppin who have broadcasted so much of their life online like soda's been streaming since he was like fucking 13 and he is like 27 now right like all the way back in like the x-fire days and there's just so much of their life that is there on the internet and so like how much of their life can they like literally disconnect from the internet and how much of it has now been molded into the internet um and for them how do you cut the cut down the middle in order to be like this is my personal life and this is my twitch life the problem is is like it's like this right so like the real answer is like you know uh, he got one hundred twenty thousand viewers arguing with his ex-girlfriend and the other part of it is he doesn't know how to disconnect himself from that part of his life you know that's a great point that makes me feel bad actually because like i don't know i i would uh <laughs> i would without hesitation at least hit the mute button and the fact that it can go through a person's head to not think that is is Sure, but like so, so like so like you have to look at it from like our perspectives, though, right? Like we, like you and I, we're we're not streaming thirty seven hours a day, right? Um, we're not doing this the whole time, right? Like I'm not I'm not pulling twenty four hour streams. You're not pulling twenty four hour streams. My, I turn off the stream and I go have a life. I go I go have this, right? You turn off the stream, you go have a life. You go have your girlfriend. You do all this. There's you know our lives aren't in this box that sits in front of us our lives are out there for these guys their lives are the box right the mm -hmm. it's there and i think like it, it's sad in some respects um but i think there's a little bit of that trade-off as well right like like they can stop streaming tomorrow they're fine right their, their lives yeah. are set right you and i stop streaming well you know we're going back to that regular day job that we got right like it's it's a trade-off i think and um I don't know if I'd make that trade-off, you know? It's a scary one to make. I agree. Um, this is an interesting point, Ethan. Did he maybe think his shout back ups would be inclined to win the argument? I hope not. Well, it's possible. <clears throat> that's um, really possible. But like, I, I do believe that would be what, what it is because it, uh, especially if you're always in the the normal, like the, like, it's second nature to mutual shit, you know? Especially when you're doing that thing. It's, Sometimes, especially if you're doing like getting on the phone or things like that, it's it's like second nature to you to mute the microphone because you know that that's not something that you specifically want to have out there. Can't tell me he intentionally or like like forgot to mute his mic. He no, I just, I just, yeah, he, he just, yeah, he definitely wanted it broadcasted. The thing about like yeah. X is like the juicers are crazy, right? Like juicers are only <laughs> yeah. popped by like K-pop stands in in all actuality. Um, like juicers are like they're they're a step down for what Ice's old fans used to be, right? So like Ice Poseidon fans used to be nuts, right? They used to be absolutely like rabid animals. Um, and juicers are like the tame version of that. So like it's probably true that like X 
probably wanted his chat on his side because i think like a lot of the time like streamers want their chat to like love them right so like you know i your chat molds you just as much as you mold chat right so you're more than likely going to say something uh, you know especially if you're not interested in conflict where you're going to be like okay what can i say for chat to be like lol w you know dubs in chat right like and that's just the kind of the way it works you know mm -hmm. yeah All it's right. just rough that uh you know the the level of platform that he had was kind of used for that you know mm -hmm. yeah. like i i get it yeah, that's what um the the content that x puts out is largely just his life most of the time because he is yeah. live so often so like in that respect i totally understand why he would stay live i guess but you know the amount of people that were in there is just like such an absurd number welcome welcome to parasocial andes <laughs> very true very true um, I can't say I haven't been there. That's for sure. <laughs> Just not with this one. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, he got kind of lucky, <laughs> I guess, that mm. a lot of the heat got taken off of him because a streamer that goes by the name of Slicker was uh, outed for being a massive fucking scammer, which was pretty it's rad. Uh, in the opposite direction of rad, in fact. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so basically... What happened there is Slicker, apparently huge gambling addict, um, reaches out to friends, streamers, connections for money, lying to them about what it's for, um, continuously goes down that road, ends up asking viewers for that kind of stuff, which is just like a, a crazy misuse of your platform. Um, and that's how it all came out is like a viewer... Uh, you know, your viewers talk, obviously, you have a community, that's what it's for. And they're like, wait, he asked you for money? He asked me for money. This is weird. This is something mm -hmm. weird going on here. And then uh, there's a bunch of, I think, qu clips and, and streams of, like, videos that he sent people on one of the viewers' channels, is my understanding of how it came out. Um, and then, like, people in the bigger circle start talking, and they're like, wait, he asked me for money. And, <laughs> and all the big streamers are like, hold on a damn second. And uh, they start putting the pieces together. Yeah, yeah, this is like. Hey, hi, Ruler. Can I borrow a couple dollars? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this is this. You know what? You know what this reminds me of. You got like everyone knows that one dude who's like who like has one girl and fucks around with another girl who fucks around with another girl and like all it takes is like the one conversation and the whole fucking tower of cards starts falling right and that's literally all it took for this is that like it, it one conversation and the whole thing just topples over itself um which is just absolutely crazy you know like absolutely nuts very true uh yeah you're absolutely right wait stop what are we talking about am i getting it ain't me <laughs> what's me what okay oh I don't know what man we're about, but that's okay um but yeah basically like that drama overshadowed the entire xqc drama it led to this huge push where um you know people like pokemon um were tweeting out banned gambling on twitch even though slickers gambling did not happen on the platform um people were using it as a way to drum up a conversation that I, I admittedly think has a lot of validity to it, to ban gambling off of Twitch as a platform. Um, oh. And... Sorry, keep going. Do you disagree? That's fine. Um, but, but yeah, basically, uh, that started a, a movement, and a lot of people were also... Uh, I think X 
and Ludwig hopped into like a, a deal to pay back a bunch of the people that were um, influenced by the gambling issues, which I can understand, but also like a lot of those people, the viewers, I understand. A lot of those people mm. were already rich, though. So, like, eh, sure. Uh, so I actually don't disagree about the gambling thing. I think like these like super shady uh, crypto slot casinos that were running rampant on Twitch for like the last like two years actually do need to get the fuck out. Um, there's like the way they operate, the way they like license the like where they're licensed is like fucking so shady. It's it's disgusting. I wouldn't be surprised in like ten years to find out there was like you know like all the Counter Strike stuff where like back in the day there was like the Counter Strike stuff and all these different streamers were had like yeah. ownership of this site, this site, this site, and there and then this starts kind of coming out that like all these guys had like fucking odds um that were kind of skewed in their favor right to make them fucking seem like it was like oh everyone can win you know the reality of gambling is not everybody wins the reality is that like you're gonna fucking lose um what kind of seems shady to me and this might be like the first hot take i gave um i give tonight i actually don't like how like these streamers like basically like took this thing and were like now it's time to ban gambling guys like because like it just feels fake um mm. and like i i feel like <sighs> So I think this drama actually dials back a few, uh, like a little bit, because like apparently like Ms. Kiff was like offered a sponsorship for gambling, and the only reason he didn't take it was because it wasn't like a high enough number for him or some bullshit. Like the problem with like the <laughs> yeah. the, the, the problem with like these bigger streamers um, is that like I think a lot of them are actually just like self centered assholes. And to to be fair, I mean I guess to get to where you are, you probably have to be. And I feel like they just jump on any opportunity to kind of like um, push their movement now the question is is like when they push for something like that does like the benefit outweigh like the like the the incessant bullshit of like seeing them kind of you know champion that cause for this one probably you know but like it also you it also just reads off of like fake right like does pokimane actually give a fuck about gambling on twitch right like does she actually give a fuck no. probably not right but like is the cause that she's pushing still evidently good for the platform as a whole sure but does it still rob like rub me the wrong way seeing her be like we have to ban gambling on twitch like yeah it's just uh, fuck sometimes like i hate like i hate these big streamers who like champion these causes when like reality like in like reality like they don't care right like uh, they don't give a fuck um you know and it's just like i don't know like it's it's it, it kind of bugs me but on the other side of it, it's like okay like if the ends justify the means go for it i guess you know yeah yeah i i get that uh, a lot of you uh, a lot of chats being like um referencing hate raids referencing that kind of stuff with like other problems oh, that, Twitch yeah. has that we let should me... be also addressing which is very yeah. true so like here's the thing too here's another hot take weren't a lot of these streamers too being like oh like a day off streams would never work we can't do that guys it'll never bring the right attention and then weren't some of them being like hey guys we should really take a day off streaming like you know this is a really big thing right so like where's the energy right do like these days where you take a day off streaming to really send a message actually work or do you not care about these other issues enough to, t to really kind of put the money where the mouth is and you're just going to be like it'll never work guys like at that point in time like which which bucket are you going to hold there? Are you going to hold the one about like the transphobic racist issues that like, you know, was spreading over Twitch for a long period of time and still are? Or do you only care about this gambling thing because like it's the the new hot fresh drama that you actually give a fuck about? Or you don't give a fuck about. You just give a fuck about the attention. Go for it, slip. 
it only they only cared about that because it's hitting their money. That's the only reason why it's affecting their money. It's affecting their their bottom line because, like somebody said on here, which I'm like, at the time I wasn't like really I was annoyed to hear it, but it was basically like not dismissing your claims about Twitch, but it's only because when it came uh, to gambling and children and laws, it's logical for Twitch to act quickly to adjust their policy to cover their ass. Which okay, I do agree that. But when a big, a big, and I just small, a big percentage of your community, of your content creators are being targeted by hate raids, and it took you over eight months to do anything that may be close to helping. If literally, if, if a lot of these people did not have to like, like to stream to survive, if they left, that was that would be just a bigger amount to like to their pockets than the few content creators at the top that say they might leave because they're, they're gonna do they're gonna do they're gonna do that one day they'll lose couple couple maybe a couple hundred thousand to maybe a mil at the most um and then they'll get back to it and then because they did it because they um they Supported that cause. They're gonna the the comp like the creators gonna get that tenfold because they're going to see people. Oh my God, what you actually you respect that? That you actually support that? And then people who didn't normally watch are gonna watch. People who normally sub they normally sub. So it, it still affects them. Um, it gives them money more versus helping out marginalized creators, whether they be black, POC, LGBTQ. Those are the people who actually need the help back then and they like it didn't it wouldn't work it wouldn't work i remember one person i said and i just seen Artie, and i get it love you you what we, we talked about this once before i've seen one person say there's not enough big people in that fight so i wouldn't put my name to it yep yep and it's like You could have been the big person who brought the name to it, but you you you're already saying right there that you're a father leader ass. You're not, mm-hmm. you know, you don't care, just you're gonna follow the leader. If somebody's big gonna do it, then you're gonna do it. That's just how that felt. I'm sorry. If it whatever happened beforehand, whatever happened after, that's how it felt when people are asking, Hey, we really need some help because our livelihoods are being affected. Our people are getting hate rated, getting, you know, docs and things of that nature. And it's like, eh, well, there's not enough people um into it don't have big people into it so i don't really care um you know it's not gonna work just really quickly what's chelsea doing over there pans <laughs> <laughs> no i don't throw pans at them <laughs> um to follow your point slip i think i think it's just it, it speaks to the volumes of like what people actually give a fuck about right like um like p- people don't care about like and i'm gonna say this holy fuck please don't cancel me because i actually don't list anyways like people don't give a fuck about like the black streamer community on Twitter or on Twitch. You should, let me, you should let me say that though. You should just text it, it, me. No, no, no. Me say it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's, cool. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about like the trans creator streamers on Twitch, right? They don't give a fuck about any of the marginalized communities because at the end of the day, like these communities are uh, a, like a, they're a small pond in a big ocean, right? So they just, to a lot of people, they're like, yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Right. Um, but like when you know it's this gambling thing and all the top streamers it's like oh shit like this is crazy guys you know it's like 
it, it it just reeks of like some of the most absolute bullshit ever and i i hate the people who are like one hand it's not gonna work and then the other hand's like this should work guys let's do it it's like get the fuck out of here suck my anyways hey, it's like one person <laughs> who i really really um had like a uh fondness over um as a creator put like he put this long ass like 13 minute video about why it wouldn't work and i'm just like bro bro how about you just make a video to a ways awareness not saying why mm. it wouldn't work because mm -hmm. at the end of the day or whatnot it's like you're, you're still going to bring awareness to this particular issue whether you like it or not now the issue is that when you bring awareness to this issue and it's being brought up what side are you in on that if you're trying to be naysaying or whatever and it still happens people are going to look at you and people are going to People are going to notice that once things do happen, as it did eight months from then, people still look at that like, man, I don't know if I can really mess with that person because of that, because of just how you're in action or you're, you're eh, shrouding the fence about it. And it's like, I can't try the fence about this, man. This, this is, this is, you know, affecting a part of my life. It's not like, oh my God, I'm gambling. 16,000 people are not going to come to my stream. Because they're too busy over there doing the gambling stuff. Yep, I I, I think I think it's just it, it, and once again, like I I I think the problem is is like I don't want to downplay like the issues of gambling, right? Because like I firmly believe that like, and I've seen a lot of hot, stupid hot takes on Twitter. Um, so heal Mike, you're actually a big fucking idiot, by the way. Um, Ooh. so I've seen I've seen a lot of stupid takes about how like you have to have a little bit of personal responsibility, um, towards like your your own um you know ability to like mitigate what you do and to be fair there is a little bit of truth in that but the at the end of the day like a lot of this stuff is actually like an addiction um so like i so like in saying this i don't want to like say like it has to be one or the other the idea being that one idea is in essence only good for one of these but not the other is where the fall lies while both are still an issue um I, I think that's the point to take away is that like you know both of these are probably things that you should raise awareness about sure um you know and some are going to affect different communities than others but if you're going to virtual signal for one thing at least be consistent with your virtue signaling and say like both are bad and we should probably do something about both you know mm -hmm. fully agree that's uh, you summarized my thoughts very well so i appreciate you for you know nope. being a and i don't know a voice for me in this no instance. problem i'm happy to do it's that like for you. you guys are connected i would like to be i keep hearing synchro say he wants to be connected physically and i'm just waiting for him to tell me when to come over <laughs> anyway uh slicker drama also raised but you know there were not only streamers that were like yeah screw gambling you had people like train wrecks for example come to the defense of gambling maybe try to sway the heat to a different direction maybe even you could say try to um i i think honestly i i think i don't know shit about train wrecks i gotta i gotta preface this Ooh, statement okay but i think that you know they're there you could look at it a couple of ways with um the tweet that he put out directed towards midskip midskip who was oh almost God. certainly yes. virtue signaling um with his stance on gambling he was very much like i i'm gonna go fully hard against this this uh this gambling stuff i want i want all of the impressions basically um yes. was very much what he was doing it's pretty clear um i'm looking for the actual tweet if anyone knows yeah uh it's 
somewhere. Train wrecks, TV. I'm looking. Kids, tweet. Uh, um, about the corrupt motherfuckers and whatnot. Yeah. yeah you so, know the tweet. so, so, uh, is it this one? Are you gonna send Maya and Mitch to railroad and blackmail me yes. like you did those girls to cover up all those sexual assaults? You fucking scumbag piece of shit. You want to come at me and make shit up? Then you better be sure you don't live in a glass house. You insecure pussy. Yeah, so that tweet was directed at Mizkiff after he was accusing Trainwreck of a coin-related, uh, like, scam-type thing mm -hmm. um, related to all of the gambling scam drama. Um, and Train, you know, not holding back at all. There's a couple of reasons that I think that he went off like that. Like, one, he, he's genuinely upset about this, like, being pushed down. Uh, because the drama is old, it's it's months months old that this is, and it's resurfacing because of this train wrecks tweet, um, which I think is a good thing that we're talking about it still. Um, but also, like, it could just be to you know get the heat off of gambling, which you know for reasons we'll talk about later didn't work. Also, mm -hmm. probably a good thing. Um, but you know, regardless of the intention behind the tweet, uh, it got people talking. It got people digging into what that tweet meant. Um, and it came out that Mizkiff um, has, you know, repeatedly downplayed sexual assault allegations against um, his friend Cl Crazy Slick, um, which are now being talked about much, much higher profile than they were uh, when they occurred originally. So there's like some updated lore on this and i haven't i haven't actually watched like all of Destiny's stream yet because Destiny had XUC and Trainwrecks on. Um, so like there's there's actually like literally like hours old updated lore on this one um so like i i think that the what has happened is that like it's tough because like without saying too much of the updated lore i don't know 100 percent. it feels like now i'm going to preface this by saying feels like because i could usually watch the video tonight before bed and kind of like have to walk all this back it seems like instead of sexual assault it's just really fucking creepy behavior um now everyone's line of that is going to be very different um but it, it feels like there's it's it's not full-on like sexual assault is just like full-on like kind of creepiness um yeah but i don't know if that's the true updated lore i know there was like all this debate going on in destiny stream i literally tuned in today right as like x and train like ended the conversation um mm. and i and i missed it and i was so pissed um and i and i kept watching instead of going back and you know going back into the vod um so what i, I can I don't do know. is read some of the messages I have yes. from Crazy Slick when I find them. I had them just a minute ago. Hold on. Maybe I have the tab open. Nope. I'm not smart enough. But it was it, basically Crazy Slick had a bunch of really incredibly creepy DMs. That, yes. uh, oh, I know where I can find these. The, um, here we are. So basically, the initial victim that was being referenced in the Trainwrecks tweet has been um, retweeting a bunch of other victims' DMs, um, which is huge. Mm. I will find it. I cannot. But um, they're very, very creepy DMs. Very, very weird things to say. Oh, yeah. Very, the guy's, like, the guy's, the guy's a creep. Chats. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He's creep. 
he's he's like legitimately a creep like anyone who actually does that yeah you're like legitimately a creep right like um the the multiple unwanted advances the multiple messages um wasn't there like there was one stream there was one stream that popped up on my twitter where like he kept asking her for like leg picks and thigh picks and all sorts of stuff right like the guy's legitimately a, a creep like it's there's mm -hmm. no debate on that one for sure yeah he's like classic um like you know weird i'm i'm really basically an amaranth viewer that has a lot of popularity if we're gonna mm -hmm. go there i guess like he's just yeah. one of those guys that's really really invested mm -hmm. uh, in most women that come across them in their regular lives which yep. is an unhealthy way to act around women yes at yes. at the minimum <laughs> uh i'm looking for one that's like I think the thing about like I think the thing about like what what Train has said about Miskiv, um, because like this I feel like this drama has now morphed from like Slick and Adriana and like the sexual assault and all those allegations, and it's almost turned into like Train Rex has like tried to weaponize this against Miskiv, right? Um, which is like a whole other fucking side of this ball game that is being played right now. Um, and it's it's kind of crazy to watch it all kind of like, you know take part i guess sorry anyways you were looking for it's crazy the amount of stuff that's that's happened is just like yes. uh, on parallel levels i've been yes. around on twitch since as a viewer since like 2012 2014 mm -hmm. and like i've seen i i might the first community i ever joined twitch for canceled the the community i latched onto directly after that canceled like i've seen my fair <laughs> do share you, of twitch do you, you want to like say these streamers just so we're all aware uh uh, yeah. <laughs> I Come guess um, the original in was cryotic and then it went okay. to um, Arcadum who was the yep. streamer D um, yep, the DM guy yep yeah and then from there uh, you know it's just like I, I had bad taste apparently <laughs> and Gus Johnson that's not Twitch I mean, but you know it is how it is you had problematic I just had like ninja so <laughs> well, I mean, there's, there's that. That's too, much like, better. Uh, eh, eh. It's just, it's just a little cringe, maybe. A little bit, a little bit, you know. For now, grown ass man watching Ninja. Yeah, okay, yeah. You're fine. Now, um, okay, Lupa. here's. So that might Lupa. not be updated. That, that, that's the reason why. Th that was the better choice when I was mm. I see. Ninja to doc be a Doctor Lupo fan. Yeah. yeah, it's a better choice. Mm -hmm. Um, so one of the like most crazy, crazy slick DMs that I found is like him being like, "Hey, can I send you a dick pic? Consent?" And then she's like, "No." And then he's like, "He doesn't send it," which I guess is something. But then he goes on like a rant about sexually assaulting this person in public the next time that oh, they run across each other, shit. which is intense to say the least like why would you dm people these things it doesn't make any sense it's it, it, unhinged it's, it's it's total like incel vibes right so like we've seen a lot of these people kind of rise up recently um and like i it, it feels like there's a lot of like this whole thing coming to grips with like women aren't just meant to be like there to be sexual towards right so um a lot of people are just like oh you're a girl of course you want to see my cock right when the reality is no they don't want to see it they don't give a fuck man can, can, um can I just, do you want to see your cock 
So, Probably hey, not. listen, I, I look at it and I'm like, God damn, am I disappointed <laughs> in myself? You know, like it's like, and, and think of that as like a woman, like no woman wants to see it, right? Like it, it has a usage, it has a, it has a purpose. And that purpose is not to be sent over Snapchat going, oh, let me just send that. Hey, baby, you're going to really love this. No, she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to see it, dude. She wants to experience mm -hmm. it. But the problem is, is that these guys don't even get to play that game because they're so stuck in like the part of like, like, <laughs> women, <laughs> I love women, you know, and it's just like, dude, just fuck off. Like, just stop being a fucking weirdo loser, you know, I, I don't think we understand. Like, we even like captured the beauty of that, like the, the beauty and ironic of that, of that. Um, what? What? Rain, Rainmaker chill. What are you doing? Um, what? of him asking for consent to send some shit nobody wanted and then mm. once consent was rejected it's like okay i'm going to do something that's completely non-consensual sir what are you it's Jail. it's, like, it's the narcissistic behavior of like you know i'm gonna ask the question but i already know the answer right so in his head the question was, you know, can I obviously send you a picture of my dick? The the answer in his head was obviously yes, which would lead into her sending stuff back, which would lead into them hooking up, right? So, like, he's already six steps ahead, but he hasn't even left the gate yet, right? So, when obviously he gets to the question, which is step one, and the answer is, like, no, to him, that's like, you're saying no to me? Are you kidding me? Right? And because he's never even considered it. He's never considered the fact that someone doesn't want to see that. Um, and it's it's totally just absolute no chill behavior, like whatsoever, you know? Um, and like the problem with this is that like this is actually like I don't want to say it's like normalized behavior, but like it's it feels like it is because like it feels like um, you know, you always see, you know, like women and, you know, ladies talk about like their experiences on like social media or meeting a guy off Tinder or meeting a guy off anything where it's like the first like 10 messages are probably going to include some sort of like, hey, you want to add me to snap with the intention of adding the snap being like, what, like what else? Right. Um, so like, so it just, it just feels like, you know, there's. This shit is, like, so annoying because, like, sometimes I look at the way, like, gaming culture is kind of, like, normalized misogynistic behavior. Um, and, like, I feel like we're coming back around to that. So, for a while in, like, 2016, um, it felt like gamers were, like, super gamers, right? Like, capital G gamers. Um, and then, like, it kind of faded away. And now in, like, 2022... It, it feels like we're kind of coming back to the misogynistic behavior. And like the problem with that is like sometimes you like sometimes it's fun to make dark jokes, right? It's fun. Like I'm not going to say I don't walk the line. Slip has heard it. Synchro's heard it. If you've heard me in a private call before, I've probably said some super fucked up shit that is probably funny, right? The problem is, is that if you're a public person who is has a public platform you can't make those jokes, right? Because like, there's going to be someone who's going to hear that shit and it's going to get normalized in their head. And because of that, you're going to be perpetuating this absolute dog shit behavior um, that these people are like normalizing, right? So you have someone like Slick, you have someone like Andrew Tate, you have all these people and it's just normalizing this behavior. And I feel like in 2022, I've seen the rise of like misogynistic behavior again. And it's super disappointing because like, it just feels like we're just repeating the same bullshit from five years ago. And it's so fucking annoying, you know?
Well, because people, <clears throat> what tends to happen is people, um, and I, I promise you when I say this stuff, it's not targeted at, at, at anybody, but if you think real hard, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, that they have this like sh- very sheltered mindset and it's it's always the snowflake shit. It's like, oh, if you don't agree with what I'm saying, you're you're obviously a snowflake, and it's like you're the one bitching about being told not to refer to women as this or you know, listen to women's voices when they're talking to you about their particular issues, something that you have no idea about, something that you have no like qualms with at all you have no dog in a fight so you should be listening instead of what there is nothing wrong with you there's nothing going on and there's no divide between men and women in 2022 yeah it's it's super disappointing um i'm just gonna walk something back apparently okay so i'm trying to do my research here as i talk about this um so it seems like so i said that apparently slick didn't do anything like sexual like assault it apparently was um Mm. so my understanding was that like the story had kind of morphed a little bit apparently the story hasn't morphed a little bit it's been like everything around the story is morphed which impaired my judgment so apparently it was like he did actually go and like um touch her boob under the false pretense of like checking her pulse or whatever um it's just so like apparently i had tried to like do research on the spot my research was wrong apparently he did do that so yeah yeah that makes more sense um and like the situation that train was alluding to with maya and mitch jones like going there maya did like a little stream it's about 20 minutes um where she talked about that from her perspective um you know the validity of it is to be up to whoever goes and Mm. seeks out that information i urge you to do so do your own research form your own opinions it's very important especially online in this day and age um but you know take in as many perspectives as you can Mm. um but essentially what happened is they went to adriana um after that occurred um and you know tried to talk the situation through with her and figure out what happened and you know them being maya especially being a larger creator um that could be taken in like a we were sent to hush you kind of way which is very likely how adriana felt mm-hmm. which is uh you know not a good situation to feel like you were in for anyone that's for sure yep um so i actually just want to talk about something really quickly because stardust actually brought up like a good point right so like for a long time my my chat was like we hate women right like we like we hate women right and the problem is is that like some people get it and some people don't right so like so i actually had to do i actually had to sit down my chat and be like listen like we can't really make these jokes anymore because like you'd have people coming in and be like what the fuck are you saying without understanding like it's a joke right and i think like that's the problem nowadays and like it's not necessarily a problem the the problem is is that like things that could be taken as like dark humor are actually taken as like real real shit right so i just wanted to address that because like as i said you know anyone who's seen me off a stream yeah i'll say some shit it's fun it's fine whatever on stream though it's got to be changed but um yeah to to your point though synchro when it comes to like the hush part like if i if i was ever in a situation um and like i was like a victim of something and then like the perpetrators 
friends came to my house and be like, yo, like, you know, like to talk to me. I don't know how I wouldn't come away from that conversation feeling like someone's trying to fucking shut my mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a weird situation to be put in. And The, the thing, too, is, though, is that, like, I, I, in part of, like, Destiny stream today, um, Sneeko and Abba, which, uh, Sneeko is a fucking idiot. Um, Abba is, like, whatever. We're kind of questioning Train because Train was saying that, like, Mizkiff was, like, orchestrating the whole cover-up kind of situation. And he told Mitch and Maya and whoever else to go over. And, like... The problem with that is that, like, I feel like there's so much bad blood between, like, Mitch and Train that, like, it's hard to kind of separate the the fake reality from, like, the truth, right? Like, I wouldn't, I don't know if I trust Train to tell a coherent story start to finish, um, but, like, does it also sound so far out of the realm of possibility that I disbelieve it? Like, it's it's one of those where it's like, could have Miskiff done that? Yeah. Could Train also be bullshitting his way through this? yeah and like that's the problem with like this drama in particular is that like wherever side you fall on it almost feels like you can look at the other side and be like yeah maybe you know maybe and that's that's at least my problem with all this because like i feel like that if if train and i i'm pretty sure as part of that call train and x were like bringing up like this call and all this shit i think the problem is is that like if you don't have anything to back that up like those allegations so for example if miz was really kind of like telling maya and mitch and all those people to go over and to orchestrate that cover-up you gotta at least have some sort of proof of that right because like you if you're if you're trying to bury someone bury them right so like for example if i'm gonna go after someone and i know they did something wrong if I'm not ready to bring out the logs, I'm not going to do it, right? Like I'm, because like at that point, it's my word over theirs, right? But if you bet your ass, I'm going to go after you. That whole fucking shit's coming down. I have logs on everything at that point. I'm going to burn the bridge. I'll burn every single bridge I have to to make sure your ass gets buried. Um, and I and I feel like a lot of the time in streamer culture, it's like, oh, I'm just going to say this, and you know, chat's going to back me up, and it's totally fine. It's like, no, if you're going to make some serious allegations, you fucking bring the fucking heat with you, or else you shut your fucking mouth and set the fuck down. And I feel like sometimes with like Train and all these other people, it's like, I'm just going to say shit because it's cute and fun. It's ha 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 ha, you know. No. Yeah. And, and I think what it is also is because some people they know that the things they bring up, like if you're gonna like you say, if you're gonna bring the if you're gonna accuse somebody of something, you wanna bring the heat, a lot of times they can't because it incriminates them too much too. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and it's 100%. like like you know, maybe yeah. Uh, like like I've said before, I'm like I, I'm 33 years old. I've said a lot of fucked up shit when I was younger. Um, <clears throat> I've said a lot of fucked up shit, you know, in my mm-hmm. early 20s. Mm-hmm. And but the issue is, I've never said anything that I did not that I was afraid it happened to um, come out in any, any type of um, situation because time frames you know I, i'm not the person i was back then and if it's something that had came up yeah, yeah i will own it and take it up a lot of people won't don't want to own that shit why people buy people i didn't i didn't mean like that i didn't say that i didn't mean like that yes you did you did because you thought it was acceptable at that time yep I, now I it think is so. not it's, well, mm-hmm. what it never was it never was acceptable but now now that you're getting heat under your ass it's like no you guys are misunderstanding and trying well, to I, gaslight the shit out of people 
yeah i think the thing is is like there's there's there there's something to be said for like growth right so for example if someone had a, a like a log of me or a, like a recorded of me from like fuck i don't know i'm 29 2022 i don't know let's go like i was 16 right someone had a video recorded of me saying some dumb shit right um yeah i was 16 you know like i'm gonna own it i'm gonna say i'm not that same person um you know it, it is what it is right like shit was fucking said shit happens whatever right um but i think you know the, there also comes a time too where it's just like if it's like two weeks ago bro you gotta you just gotta hold that l man like you gotta hold that fucking l and you you walk that shit down the street um and i and i think there's gotta be a little bit of that where it's like you know if if i said some crazy shit in the logs as trevor said is this cancel culture or something um if i said some crazy shit two weeks ago that shit gets leaked like yeah like i said some crazy shit you know and you either grow from it or you learn from it um and i and i think a lot of the time it's just like um i, I think i think at a certain point i i think depending on who you are and how you interact with someone you have to understand that like you know if you say some shit on the internet there's never a non-zero percent chance that shit is getting out there, right? You can lose a friendship, you can lose lose a relationship, and in those you know couple of moments where the anger is heated, your shit's out there, right? So it's like be the person you want to be, both publicly and privately, and then if that were to ever happen, you're fine, right? Because you're the same person you're proud of, regardless, and that's it, you know. Yeah, for sure. And I want to talk about like what we think these streamers will do, whether they will grow from these things or whether they should just disappear for the rest of their existences. But first, sure. um, I want to talk about some Twitch business side things, which is right. obviously the fact that they did put out a statement on gambling and where they sit with it, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, you can read it on screen. This is, uh, you know, this is all of it. Um, but basically, they're starting to ban some of the big names, some of the very, uh, you know, sponsory right now sites, um, which is, I think, a benefit for the platform. But I also think that, you know, the fact that it, it comes from this is probably like, why didn't we do this in the first place is my first question. Um, why aren't they taking these actions when it's not, you know, a fire under their ass and you know, something that uh, the big streamers are talking about. It should it should be, you know, your entire community's voice. I think that should have some sway. Um, well, we we know the answer to that question is that Twitch only did that to get some goodwill before they dropped the news of the the splits, right? Like, um, they, they literally just did this. And to be fair, maybe they had this lined up, but, like, I don't think it's a coincidence that, like, they're like, oh, we're going to ban gambling, and then less than 24 hours later, it's like, oh, so we're going to talk to you guys about the splits, you know, that only, like, maybe, like, 100 or maybe less than 1,000 partners had um you know and you guys are never gonna get in those partners that had it though that you guys only get it for the first hundred thousand right it's like twitch twitch is very reactionary in the way they do things um and they always try to get ahead of stuff before you know whatever else happens right um i don't disagree about the whole gambling thing um as someone who like has literally watched gambling streams like i've literally gone to bed woke up went to work came home streamed myself went to bed and train wrecks is still streaming spinning splots for like 48 hours live um <laughs> yeah. you know like at a certain point 
you know, like you are, and here's the thing, like I'm going to go with like the very white knight fucking approach with a lot of this stuff. I think any, like a lot of things are addictions. And I think a lot of the time, um, all it takes is like that, that dopium hit in your brain and you're going to fucking want to go for it. Right. And I think gambling is like one of the worst things that could happen to Twitch. Um, I think these like crypto bullshit, like I hate crypto in general. And I think if you show for crypto, you have no fucking spine whatsoever. Um, so I, I'm just going to say that, but I think like these crypto um these crypto sites have like the ability to kind of like get you in very quickly and to like you know just take all your money like super fucking quick um mm. and and so like it, i'm not gonna lie it's fun to watch it's addicting you know you see this you see the lights you see everything kind of like woo, it looks cool right but at the end of the day you're still you know you're still kind of poisoning the mind of people who are very impressionable right like I, like to people on the outside they're gonna look at this and be like is it really that bad but like we live in a world where like parasocial activity is like normalized on twitch tv now right like you could have like a hundred thousand viewers or sixty thousand viewers and like those people hang off to your every word right like if you have fifty thousand maybe fucking 40 of them are hanging off of your every word they're gonna sign up if you say go sign up to do something right it's why these guys get the deals because you know whatever they're paying train or x or whatever they're making a hundred times back um and so like when i see these like fucking brain dead meathead takes on twitter it's like take a little bit of responsibility for your lives you fucking beta cucks it's like dude come on like really like if this shit wasn't working would they really sponsor your ass with thousands of hundred thousands of millions of dollars of course not you fucking idiot like it's people who don't want to take responsibility for their own boring dog shit content that they just want to sit there and fucking spin slots because they're uninteresting they're boring and for Corinna's case people only want to watch her because she's nice looking there is no personality there whatsoever um and i hate these streamers who are absolutely fucking shifting the blame away onto their viewers until the pe people who are supporting them with their fucking subs and their millions of dollars um like fuck off like just fuck off go back to doing your random bullshit go back to doing anything else because your shit is over at that point you know fuck off mm -hmm. yeah yeah, Felhorn makes a good point. Like, a lot of those kids are going to be, like, minimum age or younger and lying about it to be sat in front of screens and, you know, watch whatever yeah, when the highest streams are, right? Which <laughs> can be train wreck spinning slots for 48 hours. It can. Yeah. Like, like literally, nowadays, and I, I, I'm not going to totally derail this conversation but parenting nowadays for a lot of people is giving them an ipad and send them in front of a fucking you know ipad i went out to dinner with amanda the other night um and there was a family beside us and like instead of kind of like talking to the kids or kind of you know just being there interacting with the kids they have headphones on and they're eating their dinner at a restaurant with an ipad in front of them right like these kids are being brought up on youtube and live interactions and videos and all sorts of that stuff these are the people that are going to grow up with serious issues right i myself and i'm i'm not like the most fucking well-adjusted person i'm more well-adjusted than a lot of twitch people i grew up on video games i 10 years old I was playing online fucking video games, right? If you guys saw me at 10 years old versus now, it's a fucking miracle I'm in the position I'm in now because I grew up playing video games with like 30 and 40 year old men hearing some of the most outrageous shit ever. Um, and like if, if these like streamers or influencers have no responsibility for the content they put out there, then like why is it the viewer's responsibility to have any sort of self-control over what they do, right? Like 
have a little responsibility for you know what you put out and also have a little bit and the viewers and the parents and the people like that should probably have a little responsibility but it's a symbiotic relationship you know i i hate streamers sorry i hate streamers i do i hate streamers i swear to god i hate them i hate people who literally are some of the worst individuals in, on the planet and like their only claim to fame is that they'll sit there and spin slots and think that's content i hate them i'm sorry i do i'm glad well, i got a tweet for you guys what a great tweet from Mizkiff. Streamers are all garbage human beings. I agree. I, I actually legitimately He's right. agree with Miz. Yeah. <laughs> He's I, right. I, yep. I, I agree. Yeah. I, I literally think, I, I honestly think there's like a lot of good streamers out there and I've started to kind of find them and actually enjoy their content. Um, But there's a lot of streamers who like literally will like manipulate and like just totally take advantage of their audiences. And I 100% agree that like if anyone were to say like streamers who spend slots are just there to like manipulate and monetize their audience, 100%. Yeah. Um, like gambling is like not a joke. Um, and I don't think people like recognize that if you're like a millionaire already and you're like losing like millions of dollars, it's fine because you're getting paid. You have 60,000 subs, you have YouTube videos, you have a merch line, um, you have your sponsorships. Not a big deal, right? But like for people who like are like, fuck, I really need to win here. And you know, they sign up with your creator code, you get that kickback. Like those are the people who are like taking the hit, man. Um, and I, I sometimes it feels like, and one of the things I hate about streamers the most, um, like it's never like, so if you ever listen to some bigger streamers, it they're never, they, they have somehow manipulated themselves into thinking that like, it's not 60,000 people watching. It's the number is just 60,000. There's not actually 60,000 people watching. Um, and because of that, they're, they're able to devoid themselves of the responsibility that you are entertaining and sometimes educating 60,000 people, right? Or even a thousand people. And there's a lot of responsibility to you on, on the creator to do that. Um, but instead they look at 60,000 people as $60,000 or five dollars per person and i think that is probably one of the most abhorrent disgusting things that streamer culture is like normalized is that like you're not there talking with sixty thousand people you're there to collect a paycheck from sixty thousand people and it's absolutely disgusting and i think gambling culture has just normalized that to another degree so fuck them i'm glad they're getting fucked and they can take their cryptocurrency bullshit and get fucked claps uh, yeah, I don't have we got HR Let's going off, going. and we got Fairhorn and the commas going off. The, 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 bro, the, the, this shit right here, we was a little too close to each other, man. That was yeah. This 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 doesn't work for me. I don't I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, but yeah, it's true. It's like that's not just. It's like people don't understand that, right? Like they hear that. Oh, it's a cartoon. Whatever. No, this this is real life shit right there. When you have power, when you have influence, you have that responsibility. And that's terrible to think that people would know the entire, both the movie shortened version and the real um, quote, and still be like, okay, where's my, um, where's my subs? Where's my subs? Yeah. Yep. Give me the subs. Yep. I don't, I don't really and care. And $2 million dollars to go gamble with, please. Give me company. Mm-hmm. I want. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, 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 it's crazy. Yeah. I just had to find it real quick. So apparently, well, not apparently, but there's a lot of people who who are wanting to give up that um that Twitch stream and life or whatever because just how Twitch is handling this shit. Like, like they're trying to they handle it bad. They handle it bad. I couldn't find a good what you call it. 
Uh, somebody put on uh, somebody I follow. I think Peach FPS. Uh, in my opinion, if you're gonna switch to YouTube like me and want to make money, you gotta actually become a YouTuber, yep. not a streamer. Yep. And True. truthfully speaking, me going from me being nothing but a Twitch streamer at first and going to YouTube and coming back, those are two very different mindsets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of, I have a question for you guys. As people that have both switched from Twitch to YouTube and back, surprisingly, um, does this, you know, sway you in one direction or the other? Do you guys think that, you know, the the streaming site war, does this sway that in the in the greater scale of things these last two weeks? not for like the average streamer so like the thing about like the average streamer is that the barrier to entry is like super low right so like you just fucking you download obs you set your shit up you hit go live you're there right um the problem with like going from like twitch to youtube is that like peach whoever that is is actually 100 right um your channel just can't be streaming content it has to be supplemented with videos that are going to grow your channel because if you just do streaming content your channel is never actually going to grow in the way that it needs to grow because a lot of the time now and i could be wrong so someone can correct me if i'm right youtube isn't just recommending streams in the way that they'll recommend your videos right so you need an actual avalanche worth of content that is going to be dispersed through the site people click that video maybe they like what they see then they'll click into your stream because of like that notification that's being sent to them or through their sub box whatever it is um but i've seen a lot of good takes recently from streamers being like if if twitch doesn't work out for me i can't just go to youtube because i don't have the ability or the mindset or the drive to record a video, sit down, edit it, make a thumbnail, put it up, right? Because not everybody is going to be able to do that. Not everyone is going to have the time nor the ability to do that. Um, But everyone can, you know, download OBS and sit on a stream for an hour or two hours or three hours because the barrier is just so much lower, you know? And I think, and again, I, I, um, I, I talk about this all the time and um, I'm, I'm I'm never afraid to talk about the numbers or whatever because at the end of the day, this is I'm still trying to make it a I'm not gonna say full time thing, but I'm trying to make it to a point where it does sustain itself. But it's all part time stuff. When I went to YouTube, um, you know, when I was like leaving from the hate race stuff, and I went to YouTube, it took me a very long time to switch from. The YouTuber get on the get on OBS, run my mouth for two or three hours, and then do that. And as soon as I kind of started to go back to the go to the YouTube um, mindset, I started to pick up a little bit more speed because I was doing the videos, I was making the uh, short stuff. I was actually starting to temper the way I talk because I like I don't like script anything. I don't anything like that so it's it's gonna it's, it's obviously a little bit harder for me because i do all of the um i'm bring i'm bring, actually bringing it up next um i don't i'm trying to see i don't like hmm I improv a lot of stuff and, and exactly what just happened right there. If I'd have sat down and made a thought or whatnot, then I probably have a better way of a film, like, you know, forming it. But 
improv, you know, going into college and doing the action stuff or whatever, improv, I try to get, like, just go based off of it. I've, mm-hmm. I'm getting out of that now because you see me saying arms and likes more. I wasn't like that before. But now it's like back into that twitch thing where I'm running my mouth all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, bring, it's, it's different mentality. Yeah. So to bring Pretty that true. back up, we did hear some um, stuff... Uh, Average Siege sent me um, a few things yesterday because you know, he, as per usual, we always we see him talk like daily to weekly and about stuff. And you know, we talk about the content, the numbers. He I always joke with him about it. He watches the numbers too much. My man has the the you know YouTube studio open all day. He be at work. It's open up on a second screen type thing. But we talked about it, and it was brought up there. The YouTube was bringing a uh, a smaller tier to um youtube partners yep and they also mm-hmm. making shorts monetize that um that that as well greater fun type thing but a better cut than tiktok which is yep. really fucking easy to do bars less. now i feel like youtube is now of course youtube is not like they're like it's their con like they're streaming things that said discoverability is still bad and that but if you're going to go do YouTube stuff and you're going to go make YouTube videos, um, short form, long form, medium form, things of that nature, and you're going to try to do the evergreen stuff, the the new and newer up and coming type stuff, it's going to start like it's not going to be good now. It's not going to be good in the next couple of weeks. But in the next few months to a year, if you are a Twitch streamer that wants to move, YouTube is going to start making it easier for you. Now, if they're down to, you know. I think it depends on what kind of Twitch streamer you are too, right? So, for example, um, if you're like a game, say you play one game, right? One game only. You probably should already have a YouTube channel dedicated to your coverage of that game, right? Um, you know, if you're if you're someone who plays like, let's say, like Chivalry 2, every single day people tune in, that's Chivalry 2 shit, right? Your YouTube should already have information about the game um highlights from your shit playing um maybe some you know commentary on what you would like to see in the future there's already should be that set up because at the end of the day if you're that dedicated to one game you should actually have that all set up right it's for like anyone like lejeune for example right if you're if you're looking at lejeune he doesn't just stream avengers it's a video as well right or if you're someone who's more of a commentary streamer um your shit should already be cut up right like you're going like if for example if i was a commentary streamer i would actually cut this up and take every single thing that i've said today and make that a video right so it'd be like high ruler reacts to gambling ban right and then that whole rant would actually be cut up and it would actually be its own little video right and i think the thing is is that like streamers right now um should actually be doing that so if you're not just making youtube content aside from your streams you actually should be taking your streams and making that into youtube content and a lot of the time and i've I've actually been really bad on this i should probably do this myself it's kind of rich that i'm saying this um (laughs) is that streamers streamers just don't do that they don't get into that mindset of like make your content work for you and you don't necessarily need to make multiple different contents it's just take what you have and milk it as best you can um and I and I think there's there's a lack of that a lot of the time because and I think what we get so caught up in and sometimes you know I've seen this within um, our community for example right or the Avengers community as a whole everyone wants to be the one dude who posts the news first right they want to be that news guy right you don't have to be that news guy you could just be 
your dude yourself. Just be yourself and take what mm -hmm. you're doing and make that right. So for example, if I'm streaming a game and I'm ranting about that game, right? Say I'm dying or something and I'm fucking pissed. It's very easy to take that rant, make it a three minute video. Boom. There's your YouTube video, right? It, like people just get so caught up and like, it has to be news videos. It has to be, if people like you, they'll watch your shit. It doesn't have to be like, mm -hmm. Hey guys, here's the news today. It could just be, I'm fucking mad playing this game. Here's why it's my rant on stream. Boom. That's a fucking video. Um, and I think streamers have to get into the habit of that because, you know, who knows what the future holds of like Twitch versus YouTube and the platform streaming wars or whatever. Um, but like at the end of the day, whatever you do, you just fucking have to make sure that you're you're cushioning whatever blow is coming, you know? Yeah, I just freaked out because you're so smart. Um, absolutely. Basically that, right? It, just because someone else has done it before doesn't mean you can't do it exactly. For example, if I were to delve into Thirst Trap TikTok, which I, would, I wouldn't do, but just as an example, I would post that on TikTok, I would post that on Twitter, I'd post that on Instagram, I'd post that on OnlyFans Uncensored, and then it's on every platform, and it's, you know, driving place to other platforms, and it's, it's you know, everything feeds into itself, right? So it's, it's just about creating um stuff that you like to create and and using that to your full advantage um by branching out absolutely true you gotta be looking for what the next big thing is because like for us it's it's changing like so fast these days like it, yep. it's tiktok right now next year it'll be who knows right like maybe youtube shorts eats it entirely we'll see mm -hmm. yeah i mean and think about it is truthfully like YouTube is probably the biggest video form out there, period. Mm. Um, the more stuff that YouTube does, the more apps they're going to put in the dirt, truthfully. Um, I mean, think about it. If, if you want to watch some, you know, crazy mod stuff from um, Synchro Spider-Man stuff, or you want to watch uh, Hyrule do some Gundam stuff, Mm -hmm. you're going to go to YouTube for that, right? But then let's say, you you know, you're kind of tired of seeing that stuff and then you say, you know what? I'm going to go hit shorts. You don't have to do, you don't have to change this TikTok. You're right there. Mm -hmm. If, especially with, with the phone, they can literally put, because because um the way YouTube, I mean, what Twitch has their, um, not Twitch, TikTok has their like live streams or whatever. We open up the app. They have subscriptions and libraries. Subscriptions and library can be put together, and and then um, just based off of that, they they put library and subscriptions together right off the bat. Live streams. So now you have everything that the three three platforms in one one platform, one phone, one phone app, shorts, live streams, things like that. They just open up and throws, you know, the, the same way that it, the algorithm throws people like videos to you. It, it can do the same thing with the, twi the with the um streams because you do the same thing, you do exact same thing when it comes to your YouTube like streams. You got to get the same the same tags, the same algorithm tags or whatnot. So there has to be the same thumbnail, all this right there. So it is just longer form, and it will if if the other platforms don't stop, like if Twitter, if um TikTok don't stop treating their creators like shit and then ban them every every few minutes or whatnot, people are going to stop. If Twitch don't stop doing the shit they're doing or whatever, 
it's going to get to the point where people are going to want to continue to do this. People, people love doing whether they get paid for it or not. They love doing the content creations that they love being able to, to share their likes and their, um, you know, just being able to be sociable with people who they wouldn't normally meet outside of content creation. These two live in Canada. I would have never met them without, without, without either one of this shit. Never. Never. True. True. Um, just really quick. I have like two minutes until I have to go do my FaceTime date call. Um, okay. Is there anything you want me to rant about really quick before I, have, I go? Yeah, I have one final thing and then we can send off pretty much. Okay. Um, XQC, where do you guys, do you guys see him take any long lasting effects from his drama? No, I think XQC I, will just kind of continue on continuing on. Yeah, um, I actually fine. think I actually think XQC will probably die on stream uh, from old age. Like I actually think Damn. like like legitimately, I actually think he'll never be able to separate himself away from streaming. Um, for a lot of these guys growing up with streaming, I actually think um, it's like personally ingrained into like their DNA. Um, so like when I look at like XQC, I actually see like XQC streaming until he's like seventy, and like with his diet, I don't know if he gets there. Um, so you know. Mm-hmm. what about miz do you think miz will be uh so that's the more interesting one um that's the more interesting one so for as far as i know um he actually had to step away from like otk and they've hired like a third-party legal investigation to all this shit um it's yeah. it's really hard to kind of see where like where miz is gonna go um i actually think if there's anyone i actually think <laughs> it's funny i'm gonna say this i actually think miz is gonna get hurt more than slick will which is crazy to think about Ooh. um I, I actually think, yeah, because I think there's more I think there's more blood in the water for Miz just because he's a bigger streamer. Um and I think I think Slick will just kind of fly under the radar, actually, yeah. Wow. So I hope that's not true. Slick should be deplatformed. Um but we'll see. True. That's crazy. Uh last one, Slicker. What do you think? Oh, um I think he I think like so like here's the thing about like twitch drama um the reason i mentioned my comment about slick is because fedmeister is still back around he's got like 600 viewers and didn't he do some crazy creepy shit as well um i think like and didn't what what was the other one too they used to hang out with lyric and um shorty the other waffle didn't he do some crazy creepy shit as well and like he's back around hanging out with like three couple thousand viewers as well um the thing about like a lot of the time on twitch is that like these these streamers um they just disappear for a while they make their viewers miss them and they'll just come back around <laughs> um i actually think like i like it's parasocial like activity to like the highest degree um which is why like mm-hmm. i imagine like they're gonna go super hard on miz and slick is gonna kind of fly under the radar because one he's not big who cares and the people who do care about him aren't gonna, are just gonna want slick back um there's no blood there's really not blood in the water towards slick there should be i don't disagree but like the the payoff in going after slick isn't the payoff in going after miz and i think that's the really hard problem um we've kind of normalized on the internet just really quick and then i'm gonna go tell amanda that i wasn't talking about twitch drama and being parasocial myself um we've actually we've actually normalized the um streamers just kind of going away for a while and coming back with no repercussions um and i think that's really gross and really disgusting um and i i wouldn't see that going away anytime soon um i think that'll just kind of continue on and continue on and continue on because we've become so attached to these streamers and so attached to these personalities that even if they do some crazy crazy dumb shit um we're so willing to kind of like 
bring them back into our lives because a lot of us feel like they're our friends and not just kind of entertainers. Um, in a lot of ways, viewers have become so attached to the person. Streamers have become so attached to the dollar value. And because of that, streamers have actually been able to manipulate the viewers and kind of making them think that they're besties. When in reality, the streamer's just looking at it going like, ooh, there's five bucks, you know? Mm -hmm. All right, I have to go. But thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, thank you, sir. Of course. All right. I will see you guys later. Bye, chats. Bye. Miss you guys. All right. I'll see you guys Bye. later. Bye. See you. Okay, well, we're shutting him out because he didn't do it. I'm mad yeah. at him. He's the worst. Okay, everyone. Yes. Go to twitch.tv. almost linked the wrong person. Uh, that would be awkward. Everybody, please go to twitch.tv slash ruler if you haven't already been there. All right. so, so now that guy is gone, we can talk bad about him. So that son of a bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I will say this: his switch from like completely like rubbernecking from um, Avengers to, to whatever the hell he wanted to do um, is really helping, like really going out for him. Let's really go out. Mm -hmm. What was the funny? What was that funny part? Um, synchro funny part now. What funny part? I don't know. I don't know, bro. I, I, oh, right, because the funnies that I promised on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. bro. I, I lied to you, Jay. Sorry, you're here. It worked. <laughs> anyway, Full yeah, that was fun time. talking about drama, though. You you can sue him, but I don't think you get anything. But like that green screen behind no. him, probably. You can't have that. It's just personal. Um, <laughs> unsubscribe. Fair. Uh, anywho. Well, but, um, uh, go 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 follow High Ruler, please. That's really all I have. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do anything to shout out slip? Because I feel like uh, follow Singro. God damn it! <laughs> follow us. no. So like real, like like, yes. like like okay. I say follow us because the simple fact is like, and I I know that every creative we've we've had on this one we've talked in the comments would have been feeling the same type of way. I love you guys you guys are amazing we, 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 I, I appreciate that you guys come here and just listen to us talk or whatnot in the same token and it's not you guys you guys are always supporting what you go about i'll say this out just in the void um realistically you should enjoy jay's company right you uh, i got i got this give me, give me a second Where's this going? There should be there shouldn't be much discrepancy between when he's playing Avengers, Dreamlight, or uh, something Lego. If you want him to enjoy what he's doing, and you want Lejeune to enjoy what he's doing, you want you want High Ruler, Synchro, me to enjoy what we're doing, even Artie. We we would appreciate that you kind of now if it's a game that you completely hate. Okay, I get it. I I hate League. But if it's something that you've not really tried or you don't know that's like something about or whatever, help us out. You feel me? Help mm -hmm. us out. And the reason why is because we we feel really scared doing stuff. I was so upset with Avengers yesterday, right? And I'm not even gonna lie and say it like like we don't normally talk about Avengers here, but at this point I'm not I, whatever. I don't care. Um I didn't do a chat, it wasn't me. Yeah, it's normally never me. So this time, this time is me. I have always felt that the few times that I did, um, you know, the the view, like the subs that I did get and the views that I did get or whatever, were from Avengers. Even though I do, didn't do a lot of it, 
And I get always get discouraged about the stuff. You know, it's the same person, the same thing, and it's a different game. Now, if you love those games, cool. But help us and discover something new with us. Because a lot of time we're discovering stuff new. It's not like we're doing this stuff going from we're discovering new stuff. And I think the best thing about the content creation like journey to me personally is discovering new stuff with with people and you know learning stuff with people and helping them learn stuff and it, i think we all need to get back to that because the, the big streamers are going to be making you gamble and shit you know <laughs> yeah just to like i guess piggyback on the back of what you're saying um the way that i look at content creation is is doing the things that i want to do and hoping other people find value or enjoyment out of those things and if you don't that's cool i get it i'm not the most entertaining individual on the planet I, there's there's other I'm people lying. to go watch I'm, I'm not lying but also you know if you want to ride it out with me if you want to hang out with me doing whatever playing elden ring for an absurd amount of times for no reasons thanks jay i appreciate you humbling me um then then yeah uh, i'd love that and i like it when people hang out with me and stuff and there will be content coming and stuff and also i don't know if i'm gonna play this game on stream yet but i have this this cat game i'm excited about it and that's cute go sell go sell mean go-kart do i look like an insurance man today no so wait, wait you want to go buy the cat game i i've ordered it from bezos i'll admit it it's a bezos delivery okay yeah. So this week, um, real quick before we sign out, this week, what are you doing this week? Me? Um, I have not decided. I have so much content on the burner that I need to create. There will be an art stream with my girlfriend at some point. There will be a stream um, over the weekend. No, that's not true. Um, there, I'm doing I'm doing a session zero for the October 1st um, actual one-shot that will be in the Ultra Unleashed universe on this Saturday. So I don't know what the actual content will be, but lots of stuff in the works, and it will be eventually shown, I promise. Smile. All right. Uh, I was going to do Thursday and Friday Division, but I'm probably going to do Friday and Saturday Division, and tomorrow I'm going to actually sit down and see what I can do good for you guys. You know, see what I can do for just content in general, because... At the end of the day, it's all about y'all. I want to make sure that I can, whenever, anytime you click my name, you know, I, you can enjoy what you enjoy it. Sorry, Jay. I didn't make you laugh. I'm sorry. I knew it was, I knew it was coming. So, um, okay. Speaking of that Sunday, do you want to, do you want to pick up with that time? We didn't get a chance to do last Sunday. (laughs) I'll I'll try to be up before 3 PM this time. Yeah. Let's see. I wasn't up. We both dropped the ball on that one, so yeah, um, we'll more than likely it will be. More than likely it will be. I got the jet now too, sir. So we'll be riding around Let's go. jet. That's exciting. Very cool. All right. Otherwise, guys, uh, shout out to um, uh, shout out to Lejeune. Uh, mouse click, but there you go, right there. Shout out to Lejeune, J Shock Blast, everybody. Shout out to all you guys because you guys are the reason why we do this stuff. Love you guys, and we're going to be out of here. We'll see you guys either next Wednesday or for me tomorrow. I said tomorrow, Friday. Mm -hmm. 
We'll see you Sunday we'll see you. at the latest. <laughs> exactly, guys. Exactly. Homies of Asgard, though, we will see you guys next Wednesday. Yes. See you guys later. What's shaking, people? It's your boy, Don't Kill HD. Sit back and relax. You are now rocking with the best. And this time around, it's Snippin' Synchro. <laughs> Let's go! You can't stop. Synchro and Slipshot. You rocking with the homies of Asgard. You can't stop. Synchro and Slipshot. You rocking with the homies of Asgard. You can't stop. Synchro and Slipshot. You rocking with the homies of Asgard. You can't stop. Synchro and Slipshot. You rocking with the homies of Asgard.